0: Oh hello there my friend. So today was an intense day. (laughs) Not gonna lie that was that was quite something. So uh, what I wanted to do so I've been reading all the books of Sada Yemas and uh, the series I'm reading right now is Throne of Glass and I have one book left it's called let me see It's called Kingdom of Ash, it's the last one, and I want to put it off as long as I possibly can. Because once I get started, it's the last book of the series. Once I finish that book, I'll know the whole story of this series. And of course, there are the other series. I mean, there's Court of Thorns and Roses, which has a new book coming out next year. There is Crescent City, which is only the first, like, only the first book is dropped, and the rest is coming later, in, in more years. But for now, if I finish this book, that would be the last book I can read of Sarah Yemas for this year that I haven't read yet. Which is kind of like a big deal. So, what I wanted to do instead of read that book, because I'm pushing it until after exams, which are next week. So Because, you know, when you read a good book, you can't stop reading. And it fills your head and it fills your brain and it just kind of fills your life. And you're like, no, wait, I was supposed to be studying. Which is what has been happening to me because I was reading... Oh, what was it called? I was reading the... The... the the Tower... The Tower book. Let me think. What's it called? Tower of Dawn. That's what that was called. Thank you, Yurika. That's great. Yeah, so that's what I was reading. I love it. I love every single book of her. They're so good. I cry. I laugh. I I I laugh out loud. I do this when I read books. I don't know if you do this. I do this. I laugh out loud. So I was in the train. I was I was um, traveling home from my parents. I was in the train. I was reading this book and I was laughing. I had tears in my eyes. I like all the feelings. And because it's like three hours in the train for me to get from my parents to my uh, my place where I study. So I was like, well, (laughs) if I'm going to be in the train for three hours, I might as well just read my book. But then at some point I was laughing and people were like turning to me. And I I had like, I had tears in my eyes. And I was like, don't cry. Don't cry. You're wearing a mask. This is not good. Like if you get a running nose now, you will not be very good for this system. And you will be very, very annoyed because you have to wear this mask. And so you better not. So yeah. Anyway. The reason I'm telling you all this, <laughs> because it's a bit of a off-top-of-road topic, um, is because I had a very great but also kind of intense day today. Like I'm doing this summer entrepreneur thing. It's like a three-day. Uh, every morning we do we ha- we meet for three hours and we learn all the stuff about being a young entrepreneur and stuff. And then now every th- Tuesday for four weeks we're going into like building our business plan, try, uh, g- trying to get our first clients or building our clientele and all this stuff. So I'm doing that. I'm working on that. I'm, I'm, like, That was this morning and then this afternoon I tried to study for my <laughs> exam that is Tuesday next week. But I was so tired, I was yawning. You know when you w- look at a screen and then your eyes kind of water and then you yawn. And then you try to focus, but you keep yawning. And you're like, oh my goodness, could you stop? <laughs> like, not right now, thank you very much. I highly appreciate you when I'm tired. But I can't be tired right now because I should be studying. So that didn't go that well. And then I went to the kitchen. So I had lunch at like 3 in the afternoon, which was not very good. And then I... Uh, <laughs> I went to the kitchen at 6:30 I think because I had dinner and then I had to do dishes and we have like a, a shared kitchen. I, okay, I will get to the movie in a bit, don't worry. But we will we we have a shared kitchen with all these people. We're, we live in a property with 100 people and we have one massive shared kitchen. Um and some some buildings people have like their own kitchen and stuff, but in general we share the kitchen. And I was chatting to these two people, and uh, it was so much fun. Like it was so much fun. I was learning from them, and they were talking to me. Like we were talking about uh, health economics, which is what I want to study next year in my masters. We were talking about um, elementary school gymnastics, which is what they're teaching, and uh, like they're 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 do, uh, t- uh, studying to be teachers for uh, elementary school. So this, it was fascinating. So I got out of, or I, I left that, and then I went dancing, I do Lindy Hop, I don't know if you know it, it's a 1930s dance, it's amazing, it looks so great, and when you start dancing it, you feel ridiculous, but it makes me so happy. So I did that, then I got home, and I was so freaking tired, I was like, I need something to relax my mind, because after this day, my mind was spinning, it was like, okay, there was a lot of socializing, a lot of talking and thinking, and coming up with ideas and with the the entrepreneur thing it was like eight people and everybody starting their own business or trying to build their business and um we were all like sharing ideas thinking things through how can you get to clients how can you grow this how can you work with that and it was so much fun like i i it's just sharing ideas on people who are not your competition so you can just help them you know and i love i love collaborating I'm not a competitive person in the sense that I don't like to have to compete with you for something. I like to work with you towards something better for the both of us. So that's what I was trying to do there as much as I could. And I think it was highly appreciated. And I appreciated all of their help as well. So I had a whole lot of fun there. But... I got home from dancing, and I was so tired. I was like, I need something to just ease my mind, and to just, <laughs> to just make me slow down a little bit, because <laughs> I, I was tired. So what I did, I watched A Wish for Christmas. I know it's another Christmas movie. Yesterday I watched Vampire Academy. I'm going to talk about that sometime soon too. But yesterday I was so tired after watching the movie that I was like, I need sleep more than I need to talk about this. (laughs) So that's what I did. Um, So yeah, I, I really like this film. Because it's very predictable, which I sometimes just need. Um... It, it may sound very stupid, but sometimes the best thing you can have is a nice, happy, jolly Christmas film that's predictable. Which most Christmas films are, which I don't mind one bit. I like Christmas films that are predictable. Like, yes, please let me from the start believe that there's a happy ending. And then if you make true on that, I'm, I'm very grateful. I'm very thankful for that. I like happy Christmas films that end well. That's just what I like. So in this Christmas film, we have Lazy Chabert, cup, cupboard, I think that's how you say it, and Paul Green, who are no, 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 not Paul Green. Who is the other? Who is the other dude? Um, the other guy. He's. I mean. <laughs> P- Peter Peter is played by Paul Green? Oh yeah. Oh, he looks so old in this picture. I'm sorry, Peter. Hope you don't hear that. Um <laughs> Oh yeah. That's interesting. Anyway, the story is a it's a, it's a it's a Christmas it's around Christmas time basically, of course. And so the thing is that Sarah She has great ideas. She works in marketing. She works uh in this organization that does marketing around Christmas. And she has great marketing ideas. Now I love marketing for its creativity. I think marketing I had that I had that yesterday for three hours we talked about like marketing and about different strategies and about different ideas, creativity, guerrilla marketing, all the different things. I love marketing for the reason that it can be so much fun to see a marketing campaign or something from a company that does it right. Like marketing can be either hella annoying or it can be great. It's hella annoying. There is a marketing video clip going around on YouTube on my like every time I open a video there's the same clip of this lady talking about how she's helping medical research getting paid for it however this clip used to be her telling us that she had the disease that they are doing the medical testing for and is helping medical testing to advance trying to heal her from the disease and then there's this other guy who's also helping and He says that he does it for the money and that he does it because it makes him feel good. However, in the earlier clips, he said he did it because he wanted to help her. Meaning that he's either personally related to her because he looks a lot like her. Or he's her boyfriend. Which means that they clipped and cut these videos in such a way that it seems like these people are not related to each other in any way, shape or form. And that they're doing it because they want to help people. where she has the disease, wants to get cured. So of course she's helping. And he knows her. So he has personal ties to her, which is why he's helping. And I was just sitting there like... And they, they changed this advertisement after, I think, after running it for a month. They cut it in different pieces, made it shorter, kept only those uh, certain bits... And then they run that now. So every time I talk to a friend of mine, I'm like, and and we talk about like marketing or we talk about videos that are shown like advertisements before YouTube clips. I'm like, did you see this one? And they're like, yeah, 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 I saw that. I saw that you get like pretty good money for it. I was like, let me tell you something about these advertisements. And I'm in all honesty, I am against people. Um, uh, uh, offering their healthy bodies up for medical testing. I mean, if you believe it's good, good for you. But I don't think there should be money in reverse for it. Because the problem with that is that students who are poor, and of course, we're students, are all poor, but students who, for one reason or another, can't uh, borrow money from the government or already borrow too much If they give their healthy bodies up for this stuff, you don't know what this does. Experimental testing can go very, very wrong. I mean, of course, maybe nothing happens. Maybe you never see a problem with it. But it can go very, very wrong. And you only get one body. You only get your health once. And if you mess it up somewhere along the way, early in life, you're going to get problems with that for the rest of it. So please, please, please think about this. A thousand euros is not what your... Or a thousand dollars, for all I care. It's not what your body's health is worth. <laughs> it's worth a lot more. In reverse, it will cost you a lot more to get healthy than it co- will cost you. Or then they will pay you for getting sick. Just think about that for a second. Anyway, movie. So, she goes... She, she pitches an idea to her boss. Not her, like... Not the head of the organization, but her like manager. Which is fair, he's not really a leader or a boss. He's more like a manager. Um, and he steals her idea. And then she's like, I'm going to leave the party, I'm done. And it, she she lets people walk over herself. She, she lets people just take her ideas. She lets people order her to do stuff that is their work. All the different things. I think we all know what that feels like from time to time, right? So then she walks down the stairs and she meets this Santa. And and Santa is like, if you want one wish, what would it be? This is your Christmas gift. And she's like, I want to be able to speak my mind. I want to I want to be courageous. I when I think something, I want to say it. And he's like, okay, 48 hours. Here's your Christmas wish. And and it it like it starts immediately. She she goes back in because she promised her friend to show up for one more eggnog. And she walks up to, to Dirk and she's like, You know what? That was my idea. And she like starts to rattle like... And that was my idea. And I did this. And you stole that. 85% of your ideas were mine. And you stole them. And you even gave them worse names. And I was like... You go girl. Woo! <laughs> but... It, it's so interesting, right? How... If you get a little bit of courage... You can stand up for yourself. But you gotta give yourself that courage because here's the thing about christmas wishes do christmas wishes come true or does us voicing our christmas wishes make us work for them make us believe they can come true make us believe something is true and then making them happen because if you're if you say I want to be courageous. Like she said, right? I want to be courageous. I want to be able to speak my mind, say what I think, and not be scared to give my opinion. She said it to somebody. They gave her a card. And here's the thing about the placebo effect, right? That card might have been real. And in the movie, of course, they, they, they like zoom in on her every time it happens. And, and they, they, they say that it's real. But in real life, this might not happen like from a, a magical Santa but if you say something to yourself every single day I'm courageous I will speak my mind I will be honest and truthful to myself I will stand up against bad people I will say no when a situation is wrong I will stand up for my friends when they n- when when they're not being treated right I will stand up for myself when I'm not being treated right I will say no when I disagree and I will say yes when I agree. I will jump on opportunities and I will tell them what I'm worth. I will I will show them what I believe I'm worth. And if you say that to yourself every day, if you write that down every day, I do believe that there is something in that process of, of kind of putting it in your minds on a regular basis that will make you believe it. And it can be... I do believe it can be as simple as saying to yourself... I can do this. I am courageous. I speak my mind. I'm gonna be... Because she's like, I want to be more open. I was like, yes, okay. Well, if you want to be more open... Just practice it. The thing about Christmas wishes is that... As far as I know, there's... No... Santa who's gonna make them come true for you. However... However there are I do believe to some degree in the 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 Christmas spirit and the the miracles that can come with Christmas time. That doesn't mean that they don't require work. And <laughs> you might say but miracles don't require work. Here's the thing about about miracles good opportunities and great things happen to you when you put in the time, you put in the effort and then at some point, call it luck, call it a miracle, call it timing, it just clicks. And at that point, when it clicks, it will work, you will skyrocket, everything will take off. But until that point, you're going to have to work on it yourself to get there. So that's, that's what I believe about that. So <laughs> another thing I love about this movie is the scene where um Sarah and Peter sing along with the Christmas carols outside. So, I don't know if you've ever sung in a church choir. I did when I was younger, sang in a church choir that was for Christmas songs. And I can't, I can't sing for sh- sh- for anything. Like I I am not a great singer. I cannot hold a tone. I have I have a feeling for rhythm. I do have that that is also very handy and dance. I do not have a good knowing what the tone should be. Like to me it sounds fine. But then I hear it on the recording and I'm like, "Oh, good lord." Or I hear myself you know like a um uh not open mic night, but like um singing along with the song and then there's only the music and you have to sing the text. Karaoke, that's it. Yeah, I did that once. It was horrible. I hurt myself. I was like, oh my god, this is what I sound like to other people? I am so sorry. I am so sorry for singing. I should not be singing. I am aware. And so I just sing by myself. Or to annoy my sister. That's also a lot of fun to sing for. Just sing in the car and have her yell, like, stop singing! It's so much fun. Seriously. So that's what it reminded me of. Also decorating for the holidays decorating I love the preparations for the holidays. I of course I love so in the Netherlands we have Sinterklaas which is one of my favorite festivities of the year. It's on the 5th of December. Sinterklaas and Pete, they come by every house and they they bring a bag of um presents and in the presents there are presents and there are poems for every person. And 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 they will tell you whether you've been a good person for the year. And the poem will be about you and about what you've been through through the year. And the present will be what you asked for or something that relates to you. And before that, like the weeks before that, you can you can put your shoe uh at the fireplace and then you will have to sing songs and leave either a drawing or a present for Sinterklaas or for uh his horse. And then in the morning, there might be a present for you there. And on well, and the 5th of December, we celebrate Sinterklaas' birthday. And we celebrate it um, by... Basically, he gives presents to everybody else. So it's it's... I love Sinterklaas. It's my... It's one of my favorite holidays. Like, I think it comes, like, after New Year's. Like, I love fireworks so much. So, after midnight at New Year's. With all the fireworks blowing up in the air. Uh, Sinterklaas is my second favorite holiday. Um, And that's a very Dutch one. So, I love that one. Now, then there's also Christmas. Which flew over from... Uh, I think Christmas, I believe, was imported. um, But... Christmas to me is just gathering of family and friends for two days and eating together, everybody bringing their own piece of food uh, or, or just a, a part of the meal and everybody sharing all the food and just seeing each other and spending time together. That's that's Christmas to me, which I love. I love Christmas. Um, So, yeah, so decorating for the holidays makes me really happy. Like the Christmas trees, all the lights, all the, the happy things, all the... Yeah, I, I just, I, I love that time of year. I wish we had snow at Christmas. But um these days we don't in the Netherlands have that anymore. I remember times when we did, when I was younger, we would have snow in December and we would have snow in March. And we would have a whole lot of snow. Like, I broke my leg once four days before my birthday. Um, My birthday is on the 4th of March. I broke it on the 1st of March. Uh, as a kid, I was cycling and I, I slid on the ice and I broke my leg. Um, yeah, it was not a great story, but well, it's not a happy story. It's a pretty cool story. No, it's not a pretty cool story. It's a pretty intense story. It's not a happy story, but at that time, (laughs) like back then we had ice and snow, uh, on the roads, which I do miss, even though of course I get the whole traffic accidents. It's not great, but I do miss the snow because it, it it was great, and I love it, and I miss it, and I had it in Canada last year, and I loved it. I freaking love snow. So yeah, that's about that. <laughs> also, at work during the holidays, I don't know if this is an American thing, honestly, you tell me. But um, in the Netherlands, we honor most holidays because holidays are days that you can take off and you can go see family and you can go spend some quality time with the people you love or you can just relax for a day and I have a feeling and I don't know if this is correct but I had it when I was in Canada too that people don't really in the North America don't really know how to take holidays (laughs) like in Europe we're better at it (laughs) like we take our holidays we're like no 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 this is this is a free day, and I've heard stories of like, "Oh my goodness!" In Dutch, have so many free days. Yes, we do, because life is not for working. Work is for living, and like, if you can work enough to have a happy living, then just work that amount, and then have a happy life next to it. Like, you don't need massive amounts of money. So it's a it's a different way of thinking, I believe. But um, but but yeah, I think that's kind of cool. So. Also for um Peter What holds is that family is complicated, right? Like I, I'm very lucky to have parents who support me following my own ideas and being like, I wanna do this. And they're like, okay, go prove yourself. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go here and I'm gonna go figure it out. I'm gonna go take care of myself. Bye bye. <laughs> And and they support me. Then they might not always agree with me, but they're like, well, it's your life. If you mess up, it's your mess. Which I haven't messed up too badly, so I'm very happy with that. But but they're they're like, yeah. But family is complicated. And his dad, making, uh, him take putting him on an ultimatum at Christmas time. That's of course it's a horrible move. That you shouldn't. That's a bad idea. Like like dear dad, that was a bad idea. But. Uh, but then them them coming together and then, you know, mending the wounds and coming together for Christmas. And the, his mom, like Peter's mom's look on her face is just so worth it. Another thing I wanted to say was um, what Peter said. I really don't like laying people off and we need this account because otherwise I might have to. This made me think of something I'd heard Where there is a difference in companies. There's companies who lay people off when there's no other option. And there's companies that balance the books by laying people off. And that's not to say that they're not profitable. No, no, no. They can be profitable. They are just not profitable enough. So they they use people's livelihoods to balance the books. Even though they're profitable. And that is very sick to me. And I want to point that out because it happens. And it exists. And it's a very sick system. And we need to look into that and we need to fix that one way or another. Simon Sinek also talks about this. If you want to learn more about it, it's a very unhealthy way of thinking or of running a company. It's It, it doesn't create a healthy company culture either. Um, yeah. So what I also liked is uh, when Sarah is on the phone with Molly. Molly asked her, she was like, well, because Sarah's 48 hours and... At the end, uh, they're up. And then Molly's like, well, if you like the gift you got so much, why don't you just give it to yourself? And I was like, yeah, Sarah, why don't you give yourself the courage to speak up for yourself? And the thing with that is that she actually did already give it to herself once. She gave it to herself when she asked for the 48 hours, like, what do you want? She was like, well, I want courage. And she gave that to herself. She gave herself the permission, right? Because in the end, what it comes down to is... You have to give yourself permission to do it. To be that person that you want to be. To do it the way you want to do it. To be proud of what, you do, what you've what you done. and To speak up for yourself. And to, to be honest. You've got to give yourself permission to do that. And then when she fl- <laughs> slips into the car of that old cranky man... Um she takes matters into her own hands and is like, I'm just gonna try it. I'm just gonna test how far I can bend the rules. Not break. Bend the rules and I'm gonna I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna clean this mess up. And <laughs> when Peter says you're really something to Sarah, I'm like, that is a compliment. <laughs> yes it is. Finally, final point that I wanna I wanna talk about is something i've noticed for myself so i speak english and dutch and in english saying i love you is a lot easier for me than saying it in dutch like in dutch it holds way more weight <laughs> like i would never just kind of say that to a, a person um whereas my international friends like they can just say it and i'm like i i cannot just say that in dutch in english it's easier when a friend is like, "Oh, I love you, honey." I'm like, "I love you too." But in Dutch, I it holds so much like it's it's way heavier. It's 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 worth more, if that makes sense. Like saying it to somebody holds way more power and also way more sway than it does in English. So I was wondering how you look at that. Um, let that be my parting words for today. I hope you have a wonderful day, a great night's sleep, whatever your time is there. (laughs) Um, Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to me. And until next time, my friend.